Beth Troutman joins us, as she does every Tuesday and Thursday at 1040. Beth, I will ask you. Which would you rather do? Well, whose hair is it? Is it my hair? I don't think you ever know. You're not. You know, well, okay. Like if you're out to eat, you're not like. Is this the waitresses? <laughs> is this the cooks? I'm not oh, doing no. DNA tests yeah, on the th- hair. This is. <laughs> this is my neighbor's hair. Oh, <laughs> I do not eat my neighbor's hair. So no, this is. You don't know where that gnat's been either. In a point that itty bitty fitty oddly made at the start of the last segment. <laughs> well, that's true. Gnats are filthy. Um, I would still. I, I'd drink the coffee with the gnat in it. I mean, I'm that addicted to coffee that the gnat, I would do the finger move, you know, where you just put your, dip your finger into the coffee mm-hmm. and, and the gnat sticks to it and then you flick it out the window and you move on. So I tried to do the finger move with the gnat, pull that for a drop, and <laughs> uh, and and I was driving so it didn't, it, 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 I didn't, I didn't have the coordination oh, to, see, to pull the two things off at once. I am that addicted to my coffee that I would, I would pull over. I'd pull over to get that gnat out. Yeah, pulling over on 485 at oh, 745 well. in the morning just isn't happening. Yeah, that All right, be dangerous. So you're on the record. You'll drink the coffee with the gnat in it. Totally. And hair, no, especially if it's a long hair because that stuff gets stuck in your throat. And if you pull it out, it's like it, it's like a magician's yep. scarf. It just keeps coming. So, <laughs> so you gotta understand. This led to a that's what that's what she said moment <laughs> okay. with uh, with itty bitty fitty in the last segment. Okay. And that was literally just a that's what she said moment. However. <laughs> As we get started, what do you have for us today? Well, I learned the very first time that I was on your show, Nick Wilson, that your nickname is Hot Dog Juice, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Old Hot Dog Juice Wilson, that's what they call me. (laughs) I don't, I still don't know why. I still don't know if I want to know why. I don't think you want to know. Okay. I don't think, you know, sometimes you just take the, okay, why why is he named uh, Cooter Johnson? Let's not figure that out. All right. Why is he named Bumpy? Let's just move on, accept it as, as name of the land, and just move on. All right. Point taken. Now that I know that I'm not going to ever find out why your name is Hot Dog Water, I have found a hot story. Hot Dog Juice. Oh, sorry, Please, hot man, dog juice. put some respect sorry. on my nickname. Juice. I found a story that's tailor-made for you. Okay. Mr. Hot Dog Juice. Um... They have made a seltzer in your honor, a hard seltzer in your honor. Um, mm-hmm. It is hot dog juice flavored hard seltzer. So it's basically just hot dog water. It's, <laughs> it, it was it was it a was it water, made from water where hot dogs were boiled in it? Is that how you? Well, got? it's supposed to taste like that hot dog water. Yet it is a seltzer, so this is like carbonated hot dog water. Okay. And when I first saw this story, I thought it was a joke. It is in fact 100% real. A Texas brewery is bringing this into existence for a big um, thing called Jizzy. Oh, sorry, Glizzy. Glizzy. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm going to Texas. <laughs> so, what's it called, Ben? <laughs> It's called Glizzy, Glizzy with an L, Glizzy Fest, which is a celebration of hot dogs. By the way, that that phrasing does, is not made better by calling it a celebration of, of hot, hot dogs. dogs. <laughs> it really isn't, oh, is it? Listen, I'm all for celebrating everything that we can possibly celebrate. Do we really need a hot dog celebration festival or week or like 
I'll celebrate hamburgers. I'll celebrate pizza. I also thought that's what the 4th of July was for. The hot dog eating contest. Right? Well, and that's exactly what this has. They have a John Cougar Mellencamp cover band, a hot dog eating contest, and they have new hot dog water seltzer. All right, guys. Make sure Dan's dog's about to leave. But first, Little Pink House is sung by some jabronis. (laughs) Mouse rat. Hey, Uh, but if you're drunk off of hot dog seltzer water, they might sound good. Uh, at, at, at Glizzy Fest. Let, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we needed to hit that name again on the way out. What else do you have? Um, so moving on, if you're going to be drinking hot dog water seltzer, you need to be eating something along with it in order to, you know, line your stomach. Taco Bell is coming out with, I think, the greatest creation of two things morphed together. Mm-hmm. They are testing out, and I hope this goes nationwide. In California, they're testing out Big Cheez-It Tostadas, which means it's a giant Cheez-It that they're going to load with Taco Bell beef and, like, lettuce and some sour cream and some cheese. And it's a tostada, but it's a Cheez-It. I'm going to need to know the consistency of the giant Cheez-It. Well, I hope it's Cheez-It consistency. Well, what I mean consistency, I mean, like, <laughs> is it does it get mushy? Because if it gets mushy, I think I think the Cheez-It in there has to be firm. It's got to it's gotta have, like, when you bite into a Cheez-It, there's a crunch. It's got to have that. In the, the, what the hell is it, gordata? Well, so a tostada. So they're trying this out with the tostada, which I think that one will probably stay crispy. They are also coming out with a a cheese that's stuffed inside of the the crunch wrap supreme thing. Like Mm -hmm. instead of having the taco shell in there, it's going to be a giant cheese it. That one might get soggy. That one might get glizzy. Sorry. (laughs) The the garage door guru text line is calling back to our previous. A hot dog seltzer conversation. Um, can I just give some some kudos to Taco Bell's menu? Yes. Driving back from the cabin uh, with Hacksaw on Sunday. Yes. When we stopped there, because it was the only place there, they've added a few things to their menu. Let's just give Taco Bell, they're not the best fast food. But man, they get creative with their menu, and they put some stuff on that menu that is very, very good. They had some new burritos out there. Uh-huh. I'm all for the experimentation of Taco Bell. Well, now the the cheese that I think is the best experiment that they've done in a while, because I'm all in for whatever you put on a cheese it, whatever you can put on it. I'm 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 I'm, I'm there for it. I did that I'm not that progressive with cheese its because cheese nips were better. Explain yourself. The, the better cheese ratio. They tasted more cheesier. He's talking about those weird nip things. They don't even say cheese. No, it's They're cheese nips, and they quit making them right before the pandemic started. Probably because they were inferior product. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, let me ask you: Is Cheez Its still on the market? Oh, Cheez Its all over, and oh, they yeah, have it's flavors. It's Cheese Nips. Case settled. I think they were called Nip Cheese. No, they, they were Cheese Nips. They, <laughs> nip Cheese is something different. You usually got to pay extra for that. <laughs> the thing. I knew that doing that was going to derail the show again, but I couldn't resist the joke. This is as much as I call anybody else on this show a damn problem, I think I'm the biggest problem here. Beth, uh, what else do you have? Uh, if you are into um, high-flying vacations, there is a brand new concept. This is not a thing yet, but it is a concept of a flying hotel that is powered by nuclear energy. It gives a whole new meaning to the Mile High Club. So, all right. So we're going to put a hotel. 
a thousand feet, if you have five thousand feet up in the air, oh, and then oh by that. the way, we're gonna put a nu- <laughs> nuclear uh, reactor on that zombie. They're saying that this will be powered by nuclear fusion, which isn't necessarily really a successful thing yet. But <laughs> that's <made it> even <laughs> better. Your chances of dying go up because the technology's not proven. Now put that puppy in the air. With nonetheless five thousand people on it, a shopping mall, a swimming pool, restaurants, bars, playgrounds, an observation deck, and get this, it never lands. This feels like when they said the Titanic wasn't sinkable. That's like the the <laughs> thing you don't say with a ship. This feels like guys, it's a great idea. It's never gonna land. That means it's almost <laughs> exclusively going to land. And it's going the, the, here's the thing. The two scenarios here are it crash lands or it just blows up in the sky. Right. Either one, not great, Bob. And it's not good for a vacation. And the whole point is, like, why go on a vacation where you can't leave the hotel? All you're doing is, I mean, at least with a cruise ship, you go places. So is it, is it like a, uh, that's what I was going to say. Is it an air-based cruise ship? No, because it never lands. It doesn't go anywhere. In fact, there's like a little, like a helipad looking thing where airplanes dock so that you can get on and off of this thing. So you're literally only going to stay in the hotel for the benefit of staying in the hotel. All right. Positives. Yeah. This is going to, this is like the test thing for like a spaceship. Yes. So So cool. Because yeah, we're we're totally destroying this planet, so there's no coming back from that. Right. So we need we need ways off the planet. The downside is, I, or maybe this is not a downside. I will not be on one of these until it becomes a spaceship. Because <laughs> nope, I'm gonna let everybody else take that risk, and I'll uh, I'll sit here with hot dog juice flavored uh, seltzer at Glizzy Fest, <laughs> whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> All right, you you we end every bit with Beth. By almost getting run off the air. But she also gives us a random fact. What do you have for us today? A weird fact for today. Alfred Hitchcock was an ovophobe. He was he was phobic of oboes. <laughs> Ovo with a. I, just, I really hate when they're like. <laughs> no. Ovophobe. The man who is the king of horror was actually afraid of eggs. How can you be afraid of an egg? Well, this is what he said in a 1963 interview. I'm frightened of eggs, worse than frightened. They revolt me, that white round thing without any holes. And when you break it inside, there's a yellow thing. It's round, without any holes. Blood is jolly, but your egg yolk is yellow. <laughs> Was Alfred Hitchcock on meth? <laughs> this is methian logic here. This isn't, this isn't, this is not intelligent thought. He's just saying things about eggs. Well, it's an oval, and then there's something in the egg, and the only way it gets out is if it breaks the shell. Like, yes, Alfred, are you new here? Like, with, like the, all the things. Like, I'm afraid of nuclear war. All right? I'm afraid of uh, flying hotels with nuclear capabilities. And this dude's like, eggs, man. Who can't even look at them. Like how do you how do you manage an egg phobia? You just don't go near a farm or the dairy aisle? Like what are we doing here, Hitchcock? <laughs> and how did this not end up in like he had a movie called Birds? Right. How did we not have a movie called Eggs? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the plot Same of that movie. <laughs> Same movie, but instead of birds swooping down, it's eggs swooping down on people. You know what that 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 1980s drug commercial like this is your brain and this is your brain on drugs? That probably would have like rendered him catatonic. <laughs> He's like, uh, well, or he never would have done drugs. Ever. That, so for ovophobic people, uh-huh. that was the most successful way to get them away from drugs and never get them on it was that this is your brain on egg stuff. Yep. All right, real quick here. What, what, 
do you have any irrational fears? I was going to say, what do you irrationally yes. fear? But that's not. I am irrationally afraid of footy pajamas. Okay. <laughs> Go on on that one. I don't like to not be able to get my feet out of things. Okay. It really okay. freaks me out. Anybody fitting? What is I, your irrational? I was going to say flying, but, you know, that that's something. Footy uh, pajamas. So you don't like Snuggies? No. Don't put me in a sleeping bag that's zipped all the way up. And if I'm in a hotel and those sheets are tucked in tight, I flip out. I have to get my feet out. I have to be able to have my feet out. Yeah, I've got heights and snakes. That's what I've got things that I'm irrationally afraid of. Oh, yeah, like, heights. Oh, yeah. I, I see a garter, uh, garter snake and I'm like, oh, you got to die. Yeah. No, those One are of good. us is no, not going to make it through Those are good for the environment. Yeah, you got to let those live. Yeah, yeah, don't care. Black snakes, too. Do not. I, that is the, that's the only one because they kill copperheads. That yep. is the only one. Uh, Beth... Informative. Yes. Bit with Beth today. Yeah, yeah. Go Glizzy Fest. Would you like to endanger our FCC license one more time before I, we go? I really feel like I did that today. <laughs> Tomorrow's show is canceled. So the Bit with Beth back next Tuesday at 1040.